Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Donkey Nation podcast with David and Tuck. All things from wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 69, where we're going to be going over the previous week in professional wrestling. We're going to be talking about the high points of the week. Um, we got a few things that we have some ideas about going into WrestleMania week next week, um, as well as just some announcement from this previous week building to Mania, obviously. It was a slow-ish week. Um... In terms of a like lot of big matches news, announced though, which was really but a nice. lot of announcements. So that's what kind of what we're going to be going over in this episode, as well as some of our ideas on it. We're going to try not to dwell too long on any of these because next week we are going to be doing our full predictions for Stand and Deliver and um, uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, as well as the Takeover UK um, show that's happening Thursday at three o'clock. Yes. Um, I don't know much about the card on that, but I will definitely have that before we do our predictions. But we're going to start on the one note from Monday that I want to mention, and that's we have a confirmed match. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was inevitable. Confirmed Fiend versus Orton at WrestleMania. I'm all game for it, like I said. Um, I like the idea of maybe this being a way to get Orton off TV for a little bit. Um, it's really it's, it's well deserved because he has been is. a workhorse all of 2020. And, and I think all taking of him off TV will bring him back fresh um, and right back into the title picture, which will be really nice. Yeah, so it's, and I, I'd I'd say let him hang out for a few months. Don't just take him off TV for two, three, four weeks. Let him take a while off so his return is huge. Yeah, he gets that big pop at a live crowd and stuff like that, which would exactly. be nice. Exactly. And I mean, you know, for Monday Night Raw, I mean, we have a few matches that are now all lined up for, you know, the pay per view, which is nice. We've got mm-hmm. Lashley versus McIntyre, yep. which, what a turn in that storyline. The fact that Lashley's scared and he's putting bounties on McIntyre. So, so that's this, incredible. This. Makes me nervous for the fact that the Almighty Arrow may not be as long as we expected. I know. I'm kind of like like you. Man. I'm kind I'm of like, nervous. Oh, I'm really? like, is Macin? I trust me. I am totally fine with Drew McIntyre's champion because he's been a workhorse champion, and he'll finally yeah, and he's get done that it pop in the, at a crowd. Yes, that he deserves. Yeah, he's been doing it in empty arenas for so long. It'd just be nice to him. To get the pop he should have gotten last year when he beat Lesnar. But it shouldn't be against Lashley. No. It, it should shouldn't. be against the shit heel kind of like Miz is yes. where he should get that pop. Yes. And then have Lashley take it off McIntyre because that is a marquee matchup that we finally let McIntyre win. Or not McIntyre. Lashley win Lashley. the belt. Yeah. And I mean, I did like the story <laughs> elements. I know we're going to sit on this for a few seconds, but... I did like how Lashley destroyed, you know, Sheamus. And that's the first time, just so everybody out there is aware, is the first time that Sheamus ever tapped out in his career was to the really? Hurt Lock. Yes. His first official tap out was to the Hurt Lock ever. Wow. And he's fought some people who have had some stellar, stellar submission holds, whether it's yeah. Daniel Bryan, whether Daniel it's Bryan, Cesaro. Cena. With Cesaro. Cena. Yep. He's he's fought some excellent submission specialists. So um, to say that Lashley was the first one to tap him out, that's huge. Then I like the fact that 
McIntyre went through the gauntlet. He beat both members of the Hurt Business pretty soundly too. That was pretty a uh, that was a handicap. That wasn't a gauntlet. Yeah. That was a two. Oh, it was handicap. a handicap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But mm-hmm. either way, handled them. And the fact that Lashley goes right in the back and says, "You guys want a shot at this? You want a shot at this?" Then yeah, takes McIntyre out. Goes to the WWE main event mafia. Main event meaning yes. the the other show, not yes. like the main event of the show. No, like the main other event show mafia. Main event. That's right. Where you had uh, Ricochet and Sinkara, Drew Gulak, um, uh, other not Sinkara. I'm sorry, uh, K- uh, Kalisto, not Kalisto. Kalisto um, Lindsay Dorado, Lindsay Sorry, Dorado, Grand and Grand Metalik. Yes, Lucha House and we're just throwing and we're throwing out all kinds of masked luchadors over here. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we kind of got teased as well later on in the night was uh Riddle Sheamus. Yeah, which which I think it'll happen, and I think Sheamus will get that belt. I think it's a good match because <laughs> that kind of pays off an old storyline from previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think what we get on the Monday Night Raw after is the return of one Keith Lee possible very possible because because that they were all intertwined in like that storyline previously mm-hmm. so yeah and then we have the tag team division yeah we the tag team is very solid right now well not solid it's still muddled in my opinion but at least we have some different people going after the belts <laughs> yeah we have aj styles and uh o- omas omas um he's a which tall obviously aj styles doesn't know his his bodyguard omas yeah doesn't know his favorite color favorite ice cream or even his favorite WWE superstar for that matter uh, but I'm excited right now with what Raw has kind of put together um, let's see what's going to happen tonight on Raw and obviously the go home show next week should be very good as well Yeah. Um, moving on to a few notes I want to mention from NXT this week um, we have a multitude of confirmed matches um, we have Valter versus Champa for the United Kingdom title mm-hmm we have the triple threat for the NXT tag titles, MSK, Grizzled Young Veterans, and Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, speedy recovery to um, Danny Birch. Yes. Um, you know, Separated shoulder. It's what took Karrion Cross out of action, but you saw how fast Karrion Cross came back. So Yeah, but Karrion Cross is kind of a beast of a man. So um, yes. I also think it might be good uh, for Danny to take his time. And I'm not saying I want to ever see somebody off the screen for an extended period. Um, yeah. But I think... He's been such a workhorse throughout all of these shows. You know, remember at the mm-hmm. beginning when these these shows were first happening in empty arenas, he was on uh, 205 Live. He was on NXT. He was on uh, three nights a week usually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I want to see uh, him get a little bit of time away, come back refreshed, maybe with a new Pat McAfee coming back and stuff like that. I'd love to see Pat McAfee. Yeah. I'd love to see in, McAfee uh, back in the E again. Yeah, he was so much fun. Yeah. Um... We also got a introduction of a ladder into the cruiserweight uh, title match, the Ooh, title versus title, title for title. Um, you told me that you think it's going to be match of the night, match of the all shows. day, all day. It may be match of the entire week. There's a possibility. Okay, um, these and it, two guys. It's the two guys who are in the ring, okay? I mm-hmm. love Devlin. Everyone knows I love Jordan Devlin. I was talking to him up back when we first started this show, how much I yeah. loved him. I did not know a lot about um, Legado del Fantasma and Santos Escobar before. Mm-hmm. These, before you know, the, the Cruiserweight. The, cha- the cruiserweight um, yeah, classic. T- the, no, not the classic. The uh, oh. the Eliminator match. A match yes, correct. The, the I'm tournament. sorry, yes. 
the tournament to crown the new I champion. I didn't know much about him. He's been a stellar champion. Oh, without a doubt. The thing is, this is a vacated title, a fake champion versus a real champion match, right? Mm-hmm. With a guy who, who introduced that type of ladder match to us being basically the booker, the manager, the talent yeah, the manager fact that of this Michaels match, is booking Shawn this Michaels, match pretty much. Oof, I am excited. I am yeah. so excited. Remember, Michaels and Razor Ramon stole WrestleMania that year. Mm-hmm. First, they went long, which they weren't supposed to, but that was just a click back then. But you're going to, with these two guys in the ring and what they're able to do, you're going to see mm-hmm. some great stuff. You really and are. What, what I really like is um, takeovers are usually about two and a half hours long, and yes. they get five matches. Takeover night one is happening on USA, so it's getting two hours. Yep. But they're probably going to be limited commercials. And I and think it's four, what, three matches? There's four, four matches. <laughs> one of them is a gauntlet, which is going to run a little long. Then we have the women's title, the um, tag tra- uh, triple threat, and the UK title. On, oh, UK, okay. But on Peacock the night after, which we get a longer show can go up to probably two two and a half hours, three hours. We're getting the unsanctioned match between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, which is what I'm most excited for because I'm just a huge fan of these two guys in the ring. Mm-hmm. Together, tagging against each other, I don't care. Yeah. The Cruiserweight um, title match, the North American title match, and the men's title. The main event title. Oof. That is going to be Probably, in my opinion, the most stacked show, bell to bell, of the entire week. Yeah, that night from, too. From next yeah. Monday, April, what is it, 4th, 5th, till WrestleMania on the 11th, that is the most stacked show the entire week. And it's four matches. Yeah. That shows you how solid NXT is. Yep. Um, and the fact that we're going to finally get a little bit of this North American title picture figured out this upcoming Wednesday with the uh, Battle Royal yeah, that they're to, doing. To put another member into the gauntlet match, mm-hmm. which the gauntlet match on night one leads to whoever faces Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Yes. yes. So I also mentioned un- the unsanctioned match that was confirmed. Um, we just get to watch Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly beat the shit out of each other. Yep. Remember, you which, can't slap your leg, though. Can't slap your leg. Fine. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I don't think they need it because they're going to actually kick each other. Yeah. You mean like Sami Zayn actually kicked Kevin Owens' head off when he was on commentary a couple of weeks back? Yes. Oh. Exactly like that. Moving on to the one thing that I wanted to mention from AEW this week, and you had a controversial, not a controversial thought. Ooh, I but like you how you a, think I'm controversial. A, a, a disagreeing thought. Britt Baker's promo on AEW, where she called herself a hardcore legend. Okay. I agree. She's it, not it, a hardcore legend. But that's her character. That's her being I, a heel. All right. I have no problem with the promo. I really don't. It's great heel work. But if I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be honest, you know, I witnessed in the Attitude Era plenty of hardcore 
moves done by plenty of women well before Britt Baker bladed herself or cut herself open the hard way, whatever she did in that match, mm-hmm. okay? All right. Lita went through tables. Trish Stratus went through tables. Molly Holly went through tables. Mae Young went through tables, okay? Mm-hmm. So Mae Young birthed we, a hand. Okay, that's not hardcore. That's just weird. <laughs> and, and, and Peacock's probably going to edit that out of anything future from the WWE. You will never see that ever again. Oh, you think? Yeah. But I praised Britt Baker for that match. Obviously, Mick Foley felt it in his heart of hearts to praise her. Mm-hmm. And I love the the heel thing of her calling out Mick Foley and saying, it took you 20 years to be a hardcore legend. It took me one night. You, you know, it took a lot less than 20 years for Mick Foley to be a hardcore legend. The first time he was in a Japanese death match, I think think that pretty much made him a hardcore legend mm-hmm. the fact that he got caught up in a rope and he was strangling in the rope so he basically cut his own ear off to get through the rope made him a hardcore legend so that's kind of just the way that i feel about the whole situation and it's just one of those deals where unfortunately we're uh we have Britt Baker thinking that she's this super hardcore person. You've had one match. Yeah. Show me you can do it more than once. That's yeah. just how I feel. Yeah, exactly. So, moving on to the one note from SmackDown I wanted to talk about. Well, wait a minute. We, we forgot about Don Callis calling out Rich Swan. Oh, yes. Yes. Basically telling him, hey, listen, I'm not Don Callis, CEO and owner of you know, Impact, Impact Wrestling. Wrestling. I'm Don Callis. So, for the next 10 minutes, what, what you going to do about it? And, and, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited at that. Yeah, and we the, have, the match of Rebellion is going to be great. And we have the um, the 1,000th match for, um, what's James his name? Storm. James Storm. James Storm versus Eric, Eric Young this week. Eric, yes. I, that's a huge accomplishment. 1,000 matches yeah, in a single promotion. 1,000 matches for anybody. Yeah. Let alone James Storm, who's put his hell, body through hell. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yes. I I almost think we may be seeing um uh the last ride off into the sunset possibly. Possibly. Um I hope not because I would love to continue seeing James Storm's career continue, but again, he is up in there up there in age. Yep. Obviously a thousand matches that's going to take a toll on somebody. Um but we shall see. Definitely we, will. we shall see. Moving on to Friday Night SmackDown, the one thing that I wanted to mention from this week, there's a couple actually. Um, the first off is we saw the Intercontinental Champion become pinned. Yep. He was clean. pinned clean. Yep. Emphasis Put on Put that belt on Apollo Crews. By Apollo Crews, yes. Put that belt on him. I think it's going to happen at Mania unless there's another botch. <laughs> which I don't know if it's just this one match, but I think this this feud has had a few botches. Because there was another match before Apollo turned heel where they both had their shoulders down. I don't know if that was intentional, but this, this was almost like a nut. This was a very replicated um, event from a previous match they've had. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yep. Where 
this same kind of finish happened where they both had their shoulders down, but the tie goes to the to the champion. Champion, yes, it does. But this was a very similar fashion, so I don't know if this was a botch or if it was intentional. Uh, sometimes you can't tell what WWE story telling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the main thing, which was announced in the main event, we are confirmed getting a triple threat match to main event WrestleMania this year. I'm fine with it, especially with the three guys we're getting in the ring. Yeah. I, I'm you know totally what? fine with it. Look at WrestleMania 30. This is the same damn thing. <laughs> if yeah, it's very it's not the same damn thing. It's it's very close. It's um, very close. Only, it is the only difference it is, is a it is a WWE legend returning in the Rumble, winning the Rumble, going on to face the champion in the main event, Daniel Bryan finding himself into the match and Daniel Bryan winning the match by pinning the one who won the main Well, he the, submitted the Batista Rumble. the first time. He submitted Batista. He's going to submit Edge. Oh, you think Edge is going to tap? 100%. Wow. Okay. Because right. I feel like there's a high chance that uh, Roman Reigns is going to hit Edge with a spear, uh, and then Brian's going to hit him with the knee and then put him in the S-lock. Okay. All right. And then put Edge in the S-lock. Not okay. By hitting the knee at the ropes to knock Roman out. So it might be a pin, but there could be a chance of a S-lock. Okay. All right. So now for Mania so far confirmed from SmackDown, we have the triple threat. Yep. We have the Intercontinental Championship. Yep. We have the SmackDown women's tags, title. I believe. No, they haven't done anything with the SmackDown tags yet. Dirty Dogs haven't had any match announcements yet. I know that they had um, that um, eight-man tag this past week, but I don't think anything really came out of that yet. I have a funny feeling this is going to be some kind of... Um, I, I mean, I want to see a ladder match. I'd love to see like a four-way ladder match. Um, so the so the, team, the teams would be the Dirty Dogs, um, the Alpha Academy. Street Profits. Street Profits. Alpha Academy and the Mysterios. And the Mysterios. Yeah, okay. Those would be the four. Yeah. Um, Which, unlike on the other side on Raw, there's actually four real tag teams that you could put together, which is really You're nice. You're right. Yeah. Uh, um, And then what I think is going to steal Mania Weekend, which is one, Seth Rollins versus... Cesaro, which Cesaro. that backstage that that, uh, that that backstage segment was awesome, where he put him in oh, the swing. Oh, where he was spinning him, yeah. Yep, and Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. I'm we looking forward to that again, and I'm looking forward to Logan Paul showing up. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what I think about Logan Paul showing up. Dude, I love the fact that that. Logan Paul even made made it a point to comment on one of Sami Zayn's posts. Mm-hmm. Like it is amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. I love it. Now I really do. Do you want to talk about another person who's potentially going to find themselves at Mania? Oh, one returning, Chris, oh, I, Alistair Black. I love, I love when these superstars do like their little cryptic thing online because it all started because of Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Because Murphy, hey, Murphy you challenged tear down- Alistair, you want to tear down Mania. Yeah. And Alistair went on and did one of his own posts over on Instagram. And I have thoughts about it, but I'm going to save them. 
for next week. Yeah, we're going to be doing our Mania um, predictions next week uh, with our Mania Weeks. Yep. So we will bring you those then. But the last thing for us to talk about in today's episode is the Hall of Fame. Yes. We have had numerous had... people named to the Hall of Fame. Um, yep, I'm going to be five going out of order so here. Um, just today, um, Rob Van Dam, mm-hmm. Kane. The Great Cully. Yep. Eric Bischoff. Yep. And Molly Hawley. All have been announced for the Hall of Fame class of 2021. And congratulations to all of them. Very well deserved. Yeah. Um For Batista. you. Batista. Let, let me ask you. Hold on. Before we get to the fact what you were going to say about Batista. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the biggest surprise to you out of these names announced? RVD. Cully. No, I I disagree I, with. I, you I there. know why. I know why Kali's getting in because they're expanding the whole WWE India thing. I get that, but no, Kali I expected did, Kali did not have the career that Rob Van Dam had. Did not even have come close to the career that Rob Van Dam had. You have to remember, Rob Van Dam came across when ECW joined WWE. Rob Van Dam has a stellar ECW career. Had oh, a stellar yeah. WWE career. He unified um, the ECW and the WWE championship by beating by defeating Cena. John Cena. And then he had to relinquish the title because of a little bit of marijuana, which mm-hmm. is now legal all yeah. over this country. Yeah. Look at Matt Riddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is Matt ex- Riddle's character. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. That is MSK's characters. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I was a little shocked that Kali got in, but I understand the whole political side of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why are you shocked about Rob Van Dam though? Um, so my thought was is he had his gallivantings outside of WWE, specifically Impact. So I kind of thought I knew he was gonna get in, but I didn't think it'd be right away. I think it'd be down the line, a couple years from now. When okay. I saw it, it come out. I don't think he's non-deserving. I just think it's a little early. Okay. I mean, he's still kind of active, but... That's kind of where my thought is, is he's still active in Impact. But I, I don't think he's as active as people think, and I think that he's he's ready to call it. You know what I mean? I agree. Now, I wanted to mention that Batista was uh, elected into the Hall of Fame last year, um, but didn't go in because they canceled the Hall of Fame ceremony and they were going to do both shows together this year. But since he uh, is unable to go because of prior engagements, he is postponing till next year uh, to be uh, uh, inducted because he wants to be there for it. Now, Mania next year is in Dallas, right? Yes. Okay. Now, I want to pose this question to you because you posed it to me off screen, but we didn't talk about... um, what it was who else do you think should be inducted into the hall of fame this year okay so my initial thought is not going to happen this year just because one member of this group won't be there i would like the nation of domination to be inducted into the hall of fame okay which means you get d'lo brown mark henry farouk um and The Rock, the original yeah. four, 
of the Nation of Domination. Mm -hmm. You get them in there. And in turn, because the Nation gets in, means that you could technically put in Owen Hart and you could technically put in um, a couple of other members of the Nation Mm -hmm. you know, through the pipeline. Like the Godfather would get in as well, again. But the Rock's not going to be there. And I think the Rock is going to end up having something to do with Hall of Fame inductions at yeah. WrestleMania in LA. I just have a funny feeling about that. Yeah, I I agree with you. I so think they, we might have a need co- a, I think we might have a cold headline Hall of Fame in 2023 in LA at Hollywood yeah. where it's Rock oh. and Cena. Okay. I I don't know if they'll put them both in at the same time. I don't know about that. cuz they they make a big deal about their headliner. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um so like Nation of Domination was the first one that kind of popped into my head when we were when we were spitballing this mm-hmm. idea. So outside of now, that, I didn't really think of anybody else. What about yeah, yourself? Now, now mine is a little bit out there. They just celebrated his birthday. Um the late great Umaga. Ooh. That's huge. Um, um and I the think thing it is, would they be, don't like to do like something about the WWE whenever they do their Hall of Fames, and I love the idea of Umaga because it just continues to talk about that Samoan dynasty. Yeah, I, that's kind of where it. I'm thinking is they're they're really pushing the Samoan stuff this year, specifically yeah. with the head of the table, the Samoan dynasty, the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. Where I think he's been gone for near on. I'd say probably close to 10 years. I don't know exactly when he passed. Uh, I think it, it might have been 2013 or 2014 when he passed. So getting up towards 10 years. Um, And I wouldn't say he's had a miraculous career, but he definitely has a memorable one. Um, Where he's had some of the most well-known feuds, uh, one of which... I remember from WrestleMania 24 was um, against Bobby Lashley. Okay, yeah. Um, and he had well known on the uh, in the uh, ECW realm. Mm-hmm. Um, With uh, CM would, Punk. Yeah, I would love to see Umaga in, and I feel like I don't know what kind of family connection they have, but I feel like it could be Rikishi that brings him in, that inducts him. I mean, again, I wouldn't mind it. It's just you never see WWE have their head... Because they haven't announced their headliner yet. That's probably going to happen over the course of the next week. Yeah. So, um, usually their headliner is not a post-hominous induction. And, like, and nothing so, against him, but I don't see Umaga as a headliner. Yeah, exactly. Um it's just one of those things where like I feel like Batista was supposed to be like their big headliner. Yeah. And I think they're really um I think they're really gonna go with something big if you didn't make Kane your headliner or Eric Bischoff your headliner. Yeah. There's something big on in the works here. I'm trying to think who could Vince McMahon be retiring? <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I mean, no offense to like anybody else that you could really put out there, but the Big Red Machine isn't your headliner. The man who went face-to-face with Monday Night Raw as Eric Bischoff what if they put isn't Taker your... in as well? Oh, man. I don't... Wow. 
That would be huge. They have Taker, Taker and Kane in the same in the same class. show. That would be huge. And and the end of the Hall of Fame ceremony is the Brothers of Destruction standing there together as Hall of Famers. Yeah. And and they they induct each other. Wow. Does does Kane come out as Glenn Jacobs or does it come out as the Big Red Machine? He comes out as 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 maskless Kane. Um, he comes out as, in a as Glenn. He Jacobs. comes out Glenn Jacobs in a suit, big old suit man. Okay, but when Taker's inducted, he Taker is Taker. Okay, I, I don't think is so. Trench done, coat. Take Taker's done so much of this behind the the scenes stuff nowadays. I die when he gets inducted. He's not going to go in as the dead man. He's going to go in as Mark Calloway, and he's going to do his whole rest in peace thing that he does. It's it, it's going to be great. But I'm really interested to see who they're going to headline this year with now. Yeah. Now that we know some of these names, and now that we know Batista's not going in, there's a big name coming there's up. There's a give, big hole to fill. Give me D'Lo Brown. I want D'Lo Brown. <laughs> I know. I know you do. All righty. But that wraps up everything that we wanted to talk about this week. Of course, mm-hmm. next week is our big mania week. Oof, huge mania week. Even if Dave and I both don't get on here, I will probably come on a little bit later on in the week, but just myself, trying to just to announce what we're doing for Mania next week. I know we're doing a lot of recap shows. We're going to be recapping the entire week in professional uh, in pro wrestling, being Raw, AEW, and SmackDown. We're going to be talking about Stand and Deliver. We're going to be talking about the NXT TakeOver UK um, show. And we're going to be talking about each night of Mania on their own. Yep. As well as recapping Hall of Fame once it's fully announced. We'll kind of give our thoughts on everybody. We kind of gave our thoughts on everybody already here. Um, but anybody else that's added, we'll talk about them. Um, and we'll probably also do a chat shit show like we did last week. Yes. Uh, where we kind of just, we're going to break down some of our favorite Mania moments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and I are going to have some definite differences here just based yeah. on our ages. Yeah. I'm going to have a lot of newer newer stuff. Because my first WrestleMania, I'm going to really age you here. My first WrestleMania I watched was WrestleMania 24. Oof. My first Mania match that I remember the whole thing is Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. Wow. Ric Flair's retirement match. Wow. Yeah, you are aging me. But that wraps up this episode. Of course, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, definitely hit us up on our social medias at DJ Ald or at Dare underscore Laufen underscore Doink underscore 508. Yes, the official 26.2 marathoner over here at yes, the Doinks. Yes, David r- ran his first marathon over the weekend. So if you guys want to yes. follow him for all your running content, definitely go yes. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, follow us, yeah also follow us at Double Doink Network on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you guys did enjoy the show and want to share it with your friends, obviously share us on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes so we can go ahead and build this show and get it even bigger and get everybody excited for WrestleMania week next week. Because I know Dave and I are excited. I'm very excited. But that wraps everything up. This has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.